Welcome to the new School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to flip the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. Ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of the New School of Success. I myself am Nick Maytash, and I'm here with Julian H. Rosen. You'll have to you'll have to catch episode twelve to know what the H stands for. Oh, okay. I, I had a feeling we had to get into whatever H. That's what's called an open loop. So you have to listen to every episode until twelve. You're locked are. in. You are locked <laughs> in. Anyway, uh, we are here today to talk about the law of attraction for normal people. And if you've listened to our first episode, you've heard a little bit of our backstory. You've heard a little bit about how we feel about being enough and knowing that we are enough. But today we're going to talk about the law of attraction because when somebody brings up the law of attraction, Julian, how do you, I guess in the general culture, what do you think is the reaction when people say the law of attraction? They picture a bunch of, a bunch of hippies at a retreat waving around crystals trying to manifest something right um and i they're all wearing like flowy flowery robes and eating organic granola that's what i think people think of okay. um or they think fair. or they or they think of like people peddling steak medicine right like people peddling potions like it gets people riled up but like it doesn't really work it gives them hope but then you know it's just like you know what i mean some you know either either people waving crystals or scammers gotcha that's what I think people think, yeah, but I don't know. That's what I, maybe I don't think what you thought. I think you thought. I know that's, it's, uh, it's quite the loop that you sent me on there. Um, but yeah, I, I think just in general and to the listener, listener, yeah. I'm sure it's Jenny or Craig or Betty. Welcome back, Betty. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> that when you hear the law of attraction, there's a certain, uh, reaction. I think there's like a physical reaction to the law of attraction. It's like almost contracting and just like, they're going to start you're talking, one of those people oh, start talking about all that woo wooey stuff. Yeah. And how wrong you are. Yes. How, how wrong. <laughs> I think that's a new name. How wrong you are indeed, because the law of attraction, once you understand certain parts of it, and we're going to, again, deliver this to the normal person. We are not going to talk about, um, things that will lose you and have you veering off the road as you listen to this on your commute. We're really going to- for everybody. It's for everybody. We are trying to get down to the nitty gritty of why it is real, why it works. And how to use it. And how to use it, frankly. And, and not just think that, you know, a la the secret, thoughts make things. There's a lot more to it. There's, there's uh, nuances that need to be addressed. And that's what we're going to hear, going to talk about today. So in your perspective, mm. Julian, what would you say is, obviously we talked about what the, the assumed reaction to it would be, yeah. but what are some of the misconceptions about the law of attraction that you've experienced for yourself, but also with clients and just people you talk to in general that kind of gets lost in the mix? Yeah, so a lot of people think it's not real, right? Like a lot of people think it's kind of like this, um, it's this, you know, it's, it's this leap of faith. You're like it's real if you believe it, but it's not if you don't. And Except that's actually kind of right, but like so, so a lot of but a lot of people they again yeah they turn their nose up at it because they think it is just kind of this this feel good positive thinking thing that doesn't have its bearings in quantifiable science. Sure. And remember, science is just us proving what's already real, right? Like right. it's us explaining how our world already works, right? Like electricity was always a thing, right? Like energy moving from a higher polarity to a lower polarity was always a thing. But once we started to, and, and you can't see it, you can't see it, but the more we started to learn about it, mm -hmm. the more we started to be able to use it to our advantage, right? But again, the principle that energy flows in that way, we didn't invent it. Um, it was here long before humans came and it'll be here long after we're gone, right? It's just a universal principle. Right. And so, what a lot of people don't understand is the law of attraction is really just quantum physics, right? It really is these universal principles that govern our universe. And, and the cool thing is like, they don't pick and choose, right? Like just like gravity doesn't pick you over me. Like it's working 
24 seven. It's either you're using it on your behalf or you're using it on default against you, right? And so a lot of people are like, wait a minute, if the law of attraction is real, why do I hate my life, right? And so it'd be the same thing as like, why do I get electrocuted when I put my finger in the, in the socket? It's not because you're a bad person. It's not because you're weak, stupid, or defective. It's because there's a law at play here and you're using it against you versus for you. So a lot of people that are like, law of attraction, what is it? It's, it's kind of a woo-wooing name for the universal principles that have governed our reality since before the dinosaurs. Since before the dinosaurs. And I love, dinosaurs. You, I love that you brought up electricity because I think that tangible example of yeah. electricity, when I came across that, I think with, from Tommy T. Yeah. Troward. Uh, oh, Tommy that, T. That Julian so lovingly uh, introduced to me. It, it's such a tangible thing. We all experience electricity. We are currently using it as we speak together yeah. on this on this podcast episode. Anyway. But Nick, I can't see it. Is it real? <laughs> I think if you were to stick your finger in a socket, uh, you would find out quickly. And yeah. when we when we apply these things that do feel kind of out of this world and wooey, that law of attraction concept, and we bring it back to it's a law, just like electricity is a law. It it makes it easier to grasp because electricity yeah. we all understand we all use every single day yeah. and like you said it's not something that we invented humans mm -hmm. didn't invent it it was something that we harnessed we we saw how the the flow of energy was working yeah we put things together that allowed it to work in its most optimal nature optimal yeah. nature and if we can do the same thing with the law of attraction and understand some of the principles at play yeah and bring that to the surface within our lives it can be a really magical thing. I mean, electricity does a lot of amazing things for us. The law of attraction can do the same if you understand right. that just like electricity, it's just there. So you yeah. can either use it or not use it. Yeah. Um, so well, you, can, you can use it on, on your behalf or you can use it to make life hard, right? But it's never neutral, right? It's, it's, it's always Very working, true. right? Like, and I always tell people, it's kind of like there's always a waiter taking your order. And it doesn't matter if you order the best thing on the menu or you order the worst thing on the menu. The waiter's always listening and the waiter's always serving you up the circumstantial equivalent of what you're ordering, right? And we order with our thoughts, we order with our beliefs, we order with our emotions, we order with our energetic states, we order with our expectations, right? Um, and so one thing I want to say right here right now is the law of attraction just like spirituality in general, both, both words have like just emit this very powerful, sometimes negative connotation. When in reality, it's simply just for ages, right? Like for ages. And it doesn't matter what part of the world, doesn't matter what religion, like for ages, religion is simply us explaining the things that we can't truly grasp with our five senses, right? Like, and so it's so funny if you dig deep enough and you remove all the dogma and all the stigma, like Jesus, who never hung out with Buddha, who never hung out with Plato, like all these just paradigm shifting thinkers, they were all drawing on the same light mm -hmm. in terms of ask and it shall be given, right? Like right. Buddha said, you know, cleanse your internal state and you'll cleanse your external state, right? Plato said, like, attracts like again like these people were separated by thousands of miles and thousands of years yet they all came to the same conclusion about the fundamental laws of our universe right and then again like a bunch of cultural stuff and a bunch of dogma and a bunch of stigma and a bunch of connotation when you hear jesus or buddha or plato right but like when you strip it all down these were extremely wise aware intelligent people shedding light just like whoever what's it was it watson like he didn't discover electricity but he discovered how to observe it and then use it optimally on his behalf right and so these were great thinkers who were like wait a minute like two plus two always equals four these types of thoughts these types of beliefs these type of expectations this type of internal state keeps producing this type of external state this type of circumstantial equivalent mm -hmm. How cool is that? And fast forward thousands of years, now we have the machinery, now we have the technology to actually, at a quantum level, see that they were right all along, right? Like we're all, doesn't matter if it's you, me, Oprah, LeBron James, right? Like go small enough, go small enough. We're all, the, we're all just this, these, these vibrating pieces of quantum potential, right? Like that's all we are. 
and we're all energy, right? And we are all emitting an energetic vibration. We all are. Yep. That vibration interacts and impacts and influences how all this energy composes and comprises and collects itself into things, into objects, into circumstances, into events. Yep. And again, I'm not trying to lose anybody here, but again, I just want people to know that thanks to quantum physics, thanks to advances in ways that we can now measure energy and its impact on other energy, like, yeah, your thoughts are more powerful and creative than you were taught to believe. And that's a very liberating thing. Correct. I think to your point about science, like they are just confirming things that we've already known or we're not, we're not creating principles, right? Like we're learning more of how they act with precision and putting words and rational thoughts to these principles rather than just having them be this aura of something that we get, but don't completely understand. They're just giving us data that backs it up, which is a beautiful thing because when you have the evidence that, I know that there's a lot of people that would, and myself included, frankly, that when you have the statistical evidence that backs up something like the law of attraction, you can be like, oh, okay, I can lean into this with a little bit of faith and trust because I'm not just leaning on some very good meaning, good feeling thought. I'm leaning on something that actually has a little bit of teeth. And having that teeth is, is amazing. And we have that gift here in 2019, whereas in the past, the people that you mentioned, the Jesus, the Buddha and everything like that, they were just going with what connected with their soul, their heart. And they're like, this just feels right. So I'm going to continue to do these things and find these principles and confirm them. They just didn't have the machinery to say like, oh, this is actually going to work for everyone. It's not just me. These are the things that you need to do. So I think it's a beautiful thing. It's an amazing time that we live in where you can see the statistical evidence. So find the resources that yeah. To prove this to you. Uh, I think one book for me that, that really did this for me was Mind to Matter. I know that you've read that book as well. They give so many, and there's a lot of people that are doing this, giving this information, but um, it just really merges the worlds of, of spirituality and science, a la things like the law of attraction and giving you some, some evidence. And it's, a, it just, it's liberating to see yeah. it. You know what I mean? Um, but with the law of attraction specifically, what was your first experience or knowing yeah. of the law of attraction? What was your first exposure to the concept? Oh man, blew my mind. Blew my mind. Um, I was, and it's funny, a lot of people think spirituality and business or spirituality and finances are, are very separate, but actually I was at a turning point with my coaching business and I was, you know, really looking for new ways to scale my impact and like, I was trying to grow an audience. I was trying to create a group coaching experience and I was having a really hard time. And my coach at the time was like, what's the narrative right now? What's the narrative you're telling yourself? And I'm like, man, I'm, well, I'm frustrated. It's not working. And he's like, okay, there it is. Your thoughts, your beliefs, your expectations, your underlying aura, right? Is that it's not working. Therefore, you're attracting the visceral, visceral evidence of it not working because that's how powerful you are. What you declare internally is, will show up externally. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, just read Neville Goddard and just we'll talk next week. I'm like, okay. So I just devour this thing, right? I, I think you were the first. I was like, Nick, oh my God, you got you to gotta check this guy out. Right. Uh, and I was like, okay. So I'm going to, what, what did I want, right? What did I desire? I wanted more impact, right? So I wanted my, I wanted to sell out my group coaching program. I wanted to impact 10 people in 10 weeks, right? Like this powerful program. And so what I did was I just started to assume that there was already 10 people in it. I started to visualize, and this is what we talked about a little bit at the end of episode one. I started to visualize looking at, you know, envisioning a scene that to me represented my desire was fulfilled. So for me, it was, opening up my computer to my Zoom screen, which is what I use for my group coaching and seeing 10 faces, 10 screens. I couldn't see, you know, their hair color and whatever, but like sure. I just, I, I saw my Zoom screen with 10 faces, right? And, and the best part is, dude, I had zero leads. I had no one signed up and I was launching this thing in a month, right? But every night before I went to bed, I was just like, this is happening. This is real. My thoughts, my beliefs, my expectations are creative. 
right? I just like that. I just, I was like, screw it. That's the narrative for the next month, nothing else. And I just watched like a hawk, any thought that contradicted that. So I would have those thoughts like, dude, this is stupid. This is hocus pocus. And I'd be like, just you're come back in four weeks. You're like, not welcome here. Yeah. And like it, people came out of the woodwork, man. I signed up one, I signed up two, I signed up three, I signed up four. Like, again, these were people I had no leads before. It just, synchronistically things started happening. Opportunities started happening. This person who said no was like, yeah, but you should talk to my cousin, right? Like just things started lining up. And I swear, it's so funny. I envisioned 10. The night before it launched, I had nine. And literally the day it launched, I had a Facebook message. Hey, are there any spots left? I want to sign up. I was like, sure. And lo and behold, on launch day, I opened my computer to my Zoom screen and saw all the faces and I impacted all the people. And I was like, it's real. It's real. And since then, I was like, okay, I need to know more. And that's when I went down the Thomas Troward route. That's when, you know, I re-upped on my Joe Dispenza. That's when, you know, we dove into Dawson Church and mm-hmm. Mind to Matter because I was like, okay, it's real. My Western brain that needs scientific validation, like I need to just force feed how real it is, right? And so now fast forward to today, I walk around with so much less stress, so much less anxiety, so much less oh my God, is the world out to get me knowing that I'm the creator and everything I want is on its way. Mm. And even if I can't see it, it's because this stuff is taking a path to me that I can't even conceive yet because I have a very limited view of the universe, right? Like I'm me and I have my five senses and all this goodness is happening in the peripheral, right? Um, and the more I maintain that mental state, like cool, awesome stuff just continues to happen. Um, so that is my first run with the law, day attraction. But Nick, what about you? People at home, Becky is just like, I need to know Nick's version because Julian's voice is kind of nasally and he, he, his, his hairline sucks. I want Nick's version. So give me Nick's version, man. Sure, sure. Um... So I will say like the first experience or exposure to this idea of law of attraction, I remember I was homesick when I was living at, back home with my parents and I was yeah. watching Netflix and of course The Secret was on there. And I read the little blurb of what was it about. And I still have never seen it. Never seen it. Wow. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a good one. Now that you have the information and like yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been entrenched with it, you should go back and watch it. You should find it. Um, anyway, so I was sitting on my couch. And I'm like, you know what? I've watched enough of these office episodes that maybe I should, I should watch something that's a little bit more in depth. So I found the secret. I read the blurb. It was something about the secret that all the successful people are holding back. I'm like, oh, cool. I got an hour. Why not? So I watched it. And it was. What year was this? Man, this is a. I would say probably like five years. Twenty five, six years ago. Okay, it was a while back. And um, I just remember sitting there like this is really really cool, but there were certain things that were within the message that was being delivered that I felt disconnected from. Like they would say, and it was kind of this concept that I'm sure a lot of people that have been exposed to law of attraction have have heard, which is the idea that thoughts make things, and this is true, but there are nuances. There are other things that are involved as you kind of spoke to, like the, the beliefs that you have, the emotional state that you're in, all of those things wrapped in with those thoughts. It can create an amazing experience, but it felt very minimal to me watching The Secret, like, oh, my thought can make my, this thing happen. And where it lost me was where this guy was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I need a parking spot. So I'm driving up to where I want to be. I'm thinking about the parking spot being in the first row, yada, yada, yada. He ends up getting this, this parking spot. And being a younger version of myself, I dismissed this idea of the law of attraction because of that specific thing. Like I remember just sitting there like, all right, I watched the whole thing, but I felt like there was something missing. And I think as I went through the process of of getting to know myself and and diving into all the personal development and, and working with my clients and so on, I've seen more and more examples of why it is real and it's factual and it's here. But I've discovered more of those nuances that allowed me to to lean into it further. So the, the thoughts make things proposal accurate, but the idea behind it is your beliefs and your emotions. I think those two intertwined are like the gasoline. They are the juice behind your thought. And yeah. if you have this thought that I want to make more money, but the belief on the back end of, of that is I'm not worthy of that money. That contradiction is not going to work well for you. You can't just think the thought over and over and over again without 
the backup of a empowering belief and having some emotional state that kind of is a match, as we talked about a little bit in that first episode, that when you get the belief and the emotion on board with the thought and you bring them to the same level, that's where the ama amazing and magical things can happen. So, I mean, I've had several examples where, you know, I journal every day. So I, I often visualize what I want my future to look like. And every once in a while, I'll just pick up an old journal and look back through what I've, I've written down as what I was going to create, you know? And while I'm writing them in the moment, there's, I'm writing it and like, okay, this would be cool to look back at it someday. But when I actually do go back and look, there are definitely instances where I've described exactly what's going on in my life right now. You know, <clears throat> I remember one specific journal entry. I was, um, I was kind of forecasting where my business was going to be for my coaching business. I was forecasting who I wanted to work with as my coach. I was forecasting the house that we were going to be living in, the fact that I would have an office and the office would be in the basement. I know that seems like a, a small side detail, but I was looking uh, back at, at my journal entries and I found this, this one specific visualization that I did. And the, the exact person that I wanted to be my coach, Nick Tilia, he was my coach at the time that I read the, the journal entry. The house that um, I described in the book with the basement office that I'm currently sitting in as we record this podcast, that was real. Sweet setup, sweet setup. Yeah, my coaching business um, had had really scaled and exploded in, in the year of 2018 in a time that rationally, I didn't really think it could be possible because my, my daughter was born in 2018. I thought that I would be withering away with time and not have enough time for clients. But frankly, just the idea that I wrote it down and I didn't write it down and dismiss it. I didn't write it down and say like, this yeah. would be cool if I wrote it down and I immediately clicked into it's done. I need to just find a way to meet up with the moment and trust that it's coming. I'm going to find it and it's going to find me and it's going to be an incredible experience. And as you said uh, before, yeah. like noticing any thought that wasn't that and shooing it away, like, nope, sorry, no room for that here. And it's not only our thoughts, it's other people's thoughts too. Like it, you have people in your world that if you speak your dreams out loud, the thing that you want to create, if they speak, not negativity, not, not necessarily that they're going to confront your idea and say it's not useful or not worthy. They're just going to project their own insecurities, their own fears for you or for themselves within the situation. And if you allow that into your circle of thought and belief and emotion, again, you are messing with the formula of how law of attraction works. So that being said, that was my, my first kind of aha moment of seeing it on paper. Um, and looking back and saying, wow, everything that I wrote down is here. So why don't I do more of that? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just been a reminder. Yeah. And it's almost like the whole idea that we mentioned before, which is when you have the, the evidence that points to it being real, just like the science that you mentioned before, when I had the evidence of that journal entry that produced exactly what I have in front of me, it was just, mm -hmm. all right, this is going to be gangbusters. I'm going to start creating and, and implementing this at scale. And I'm going to make amazing things in my life. And I mean, I'm still in the process of meeting up with those moments, but I know that as I yeah. make journal entries and I make, you know, certain intentions in my life, it's only a matter of time. I don't know how much time, I don't know how much, um, you know, I'll have to evolve to get there, but I know and I trust and I have faith that that moment that I keep creating in my mind is going to be something that I meet up with because I have this evidence. And I think anybody that is kind of against the law of attraction or feels like it's not their jam, you probably have a lot of evidence of having positive thoughts, and I'm air quoting this, positive thoughts, positive yeah. intentions, and them not working out. And you call that evidence something that, that kind of disproves the law of attraction. But I promise you along the way, you probably had some belief that was counteractive or counterintuitive, not counterintuitive, uh, just in contrast to what your thought was, or you had some emotional state that wasn't a match for what you wanted to create. So like you're saying, you want to make $100,000, but your emotional state is one of scarcity and one of, um, you know, stress and strife and all of these things where $100,000 or plus or whatever the number is to you isn't a match for that. So to my friend that is listening to this, that like, okay, law of attraction, I get it, guys, I'm glad it worked for you, but it's not going to work for me. That belief 
will allow the law of attraction to work for you, but not to your favor. Like you were saying mm. before, it's going to flip the game on you because if your belief is that I can't create like you guys have, or I can't do this because it's not going to work for me, you're right. I think the famous uh, Henry Ford quote would fit here, which is, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. The mm -hmm. law of attraction is like the, the formula in which that is true. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it goes back to people not being taught their own power, right? Like, and it kind of stings a bit to take the ownership, but you're like, the good stuff in my life and the bad stuff, I've introduced, I've created, right? And a lot of people are like, no, 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 no. And, and, but that's literally how powerful we are. Like if you say you're going to have this house and you're going to have this coaching business, like boom, it's real. It's, it's to quote Thomas Trout, right? Like the nucleus is already created and it's going to start drawing to itself all of the right synchronicities and opportunities and yeses and nos so that that reality finds you. Right. And like, just like a, like a seed, if you plant it and it gets sun and water, like I guarantee you that acorn is going to be an oak tree. Like, don't worry. Like it can't be anything but an oak tree. It's an acorn. But a lot of people, they're like, they look around at their immediate circumstances and they're like, I desire more money. I desire more freedom. But I look around and I don't see money. I don't see freedom. Therefore, I feel lack. And, we're, and what I want to convey to you is like, mm -hmm. you're going to have to put your immediate circumstances on hold for a little bit. You're going to have to. Yeah. And so I get it. And a lot of people are like, well, that's irresponsible. That, like, I, if I don't focus on my problems, they're going to sneak up on me. No. No, 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 no. Like, if it is jumping up in your face right now, yes, address it and solve it. Correct. But do so under the pretense that a better version is on its way. Just like if you order something on Amazon, you don't worry about it getting to. You're like, cool, I'll see you in two days, right? Like, I know it's on the way. I'm certain. I know. Right. You don't stress if it doesn't come in a day. Yeah. Because you know yeah. the, the routine is it's going to come yeah. in a second day. Yeah, yeah. And not mm -hmm. to say that you, with the law of attraction, that you should expect a certain timeline. I think no, no, no. But, but the, the certainty with which you operate, right? You wouldn't be like, ah, oh, geez, I wonder if that package is ever going to come. Ah, oh, geez, I don't see it yet. Therefore, it's probably not coming. I'm not, maybe I'm not even worthy of the package. No, no, no. It's just like you are so relentlessly powerful that because you declared it, it is on its way to you. Now, what happens, most people, they create the vision and then they create the script. This is how the vision has to happen. This thing has to happen. This person has to say yes. This person has to say no. This amount of money has to flow to me by March. Also, no, not up to you. You're, you're up for creating the vision, creating what you're calling for, and then nourishing it with positive expectant thoughts and protecting it from inverted thoughts. Correct. And that's why mindset is so important. That's why a majority of what I do as a coach is mindset, right? Because like I said, the version of reality you want to build, whether it's your health and your body or your relationships or your income or just how much freedom you want from the self inner dialogue, like create the prototype. It's on its way. But if there's something, if there's a narrative, if there's a neural pathway running on autopilot saying, yeah, but you're not good enough. Yeah, but you've never been good enough. Yeah, but you don't deserve it. Yeah, that pathway, that, that neural pattern, that story is going to overtake the goodness that's coming to you. So that's why a lot of this mindset work, that's why meditation, that's why daily journaling, that's why all these things are so important. And that's why when people, like you mentioned, right? Like, they're like, oh, the law of attraction, I'm going to go use it. It's kind of like downloading a new program onto a computer that has a virus, right? Like the program won't work until you clean the software. So a lot of people, you got to start paying extra attention to the dialogue, right? Because like you said, if you're calling for $100,000, but deep down you're like, success is hard. There's not enough money. Lack, where's the money? Lack, lack, lack. The thing you're projecting most at the deepest level, that's the circumstantial equivalent that you're going to draw into your world. Right. So it's like, so it's understanding that like you are that powerful and it is that simple. Yes, for sure. Right? There's something like, that you said there that I want to unpack a little bit. Okay. Unpack it, sir. Um, somewhere along the way, you mentioned that if you are convinced or stuck on the fact that you, so you have this goal, you put it out there and, and you, your intention on it, it's wonderful. But if you are convinced that it has to be a certain way to get there, if you are trying to determine the how from where you stand, yeah, exact calculation to get to where you want to go, that is a fool's errand within this game of law of attraction because there are so many ways that something can be delivered to you. Your job is not the 
the schedule and the how and everything, every step of the way, your job is the step that's right in front of you. Yeah. Something that you know you have to do, do it. And then whatever happens from there, cool. Yeah. Trust, 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 trust. Yeah. And there's so, and myself included in this, I'm not saying this from, from any kind of pedestal because when I set goals and I have to catch myself doing this, but if we're so um, narrow minded as to how we can go from where we are to where we want to go, we are leaving out so many opportunities that could be the gift that we need to get us to where we want to go. That, that next level that we're trying to acquire. Um, it's, it's funny. I don't know if you've talked to him recently, but, uh, our, I'll call him our Eskimo brother client of ours, uh, Keegan, Keegan Ash. What up Keegan, if you're listening to this, but Keegan. the dude, <laughs> the dude just got his appendix out Yeah, and, uh, he texted me the other day and he said he, he was down like 15 pounds or something. And he had set an intent, intention to lose some weight. And he's like, yeah. Oh, I'm down. 15. I'm like, see, you have yeah. to understand that how you thought you had to get here isn't necessary. I know this is a very extreme example, but yeah. the pathway is not yours to pick. Yeah. It's just a matter of if this is what you want, there's a way yeah. to get there. That's not your job. Your job is to, again, come back to those positive intentional thoughts, coming back to checking your beliefs at the door and making sure that they are in line with those thoughts and your emotional state as well. Yeah. Everything else will find its way there. And obviously, I don't want people that want to lose weight to <laughs> for the, the appendix being taken out. But understand that his pathway that he thought was going to take him there was not the one that got him there. It's always open to suggestion from the universe or God or source energy. Whatever is, is going to get you there is the thing. And it's not your job. It's just, this is where I am. I know yeah. the first step in front of me. And I know where I want to go. So I'm just going to trust that that end point is going to be there and I'm going to find it. It's just a matter of kind of working my way there piece by piece by piece and not stressing about this has to be the way. You know yeah. Saying? Yeah. And let's, let's talk about the how, because whether you're doing law of attraction or whether you're just looking at a huge life change you want to make, right? Like how many people, boom, they get the intuition, they get the inspiration, they get the motivation. And then they start to try to micromanage and plan out how point A is going to go to B to C to D to E to F to G to all the way to Z. And they're like, I see some hiccups in there. I'm not even going to start, right? Like I see some hiccups in there. I'm going to introduce some self-doubt that's going to cancel out my law of attraction, right? Like, right. so I know you, you just kind of danced around this and alluded to it, but like, what is your advice to someone who typically gets lost in the how they're like, I want to start a business, ah, but I don't know how to make a website. I don't know how to create social media content. I, don't I just have a really great idea, but the how is burying right? Like what is your, not solution, but what is your recommendation to a, someone who obsesses over the long-term how, and it keeps them on the sideline? I would one, remind them lovingly that the how is not their job. Mm -hmm. And what is their job? What is their job is to pick the end point, mm -hmm. trust that it's going to happen and get a real sense of what that means to them emotionally and energetically so that they can come back to the starting point and engage with that right now. Yeah. I think that is their job. And mm -hmm. the other thing that I would say is don't create problems that you don't have the right to worry about. Mm -hmm. Your problem, your uh, problem is not the right word, but your task is the, the one that's right in front of you in terms of tactics, in terms of the tangible things that you need to do. It's not that you have to build a 10 step plan. It's that you have to know where you're headed, know the first step in front of you. And with that step, engage with the positive thought, the positive emotion, the positive belief that this is going to move you to where it's supposed to. And it yeah. might feel like it's a detour. It might feel like it's taking you off course, but you're going to learn something along the way that'll get you back on track. And trusting and having faith in that along the way is the thing. I, I myself and my clients and just humans that I talk to, we have this subconscious plot in our mind that you know step five is going to be the thing that ruins us. So I'm not going to do step one. You know, I'm, I'm going to, um, something that I've joked about with clients is like, if you are thinking about what you're going to say when you propose to your girlfriend that you're on your first date with, you're doing it wrong. Like you yeah. are overthinking the process. Just enjoy the, the first date and then enjoy the second date and then take her on the third date and just continue to build and build and build knowing that what's in front of you is your job. And that's going to eventually build the how, like your how will get built along the way and trust in that. And it's a hard thing to trust in, but find small things that you can do small 
you know, goals that you have and try this process out. What's the next step? Cool. Maybe it's a two step, three step process, but finding validation in the fact that your plan is not to be created right here. It's supposed to be created along the way, piece by piece by piece, trusting in, uh, trusting in that it's going to get figured out. So to anybody that is stressing about the how and trying to figure it out, stop. The how is yeah. where your goals go to die, essentially. And if you want what you have at the end game, if you want what you have at the finish line, do yourself a favor, ignore the how, at least for mm -hmm. now. That was a nice little run. <laughs> there are tactical things that you'll have to figure out, but that comes with the momentum of putting the positive thought, energy, and so on into the process because you're going to uncover things along the way. Or maybe you'll find people that can do the how for you along yeah. the way. It's just a matter of what's in front of you. Bring everything that you have energetically, emotionally, and mentally mm -hmm. to that. Do it and then figure out the next step. Yeah, yeah. And to that, I'll also say, yeah, don't obsess about A to B to C to D to E to G to Z all the way to Z, right? Like, don't do that because no one has that figured out. And from where you're standing, from where you're sitting, from what you know, you're limited. So if you were even trying to plan out the perfect 20 step system, like the person you become in the process, the person you become in the journey to your destination, you're going to evolve so much that you're going to outgrow those original steps anyway. So that's one thing I say Two, there's, there's this organic way about evolution, right? So when you're growing into the person that you're becoming whose reality is comprised of what you're calling for, there's always going to be a natural organic way to progress from phase A to phase B and phase B to phase C. And it's only by fully and lovingly engaging with and embracing your current circumstance, right? So think about the person who's like, uh, I want to impact so many people with my podcast. But like, it's not worth it because I, like, no one's going to be listening in the beginning. I want thousands of listeners. No one's going to be listening in the beginning. You and I both know that only by putting out amazing content to the listeners that we do have now and over-delivering it, right, that we're going to naturally and organically hit that next level. And then once we're in that next level, it's like you don't go from single A to the majors, right? You're going to get smoked. You go from single A. And then at the right time, when you harness the right skill, you get that call up to double A and at double A, okay, there's a little learning curve, your body, your mind, your spirit adjusts and grows. Boom. Now you're worthy. Now you're ready for triple A. Like, and again, but if you're the person at single A putting all this pressure on every single swing to get to the majors, you're going to overthink, you're going to put too much pressure on yourself and you're going to end up right back on the couch. Right? So trust, there's trust, 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 trust. Last thing I'll say, and this is where I get spiritual is if there's this desire on your heart, and it won't go away. I want to start this nonprofit. I want to start this charity. I want to start this charity. Every year, I get this inspiration to start it. And then I just, I, I suppress it. It goes away. This is the year I do it, right? Like, you need to understand that, like, you wouldn't be, the universe wouldn't call you to do this. And then the day, the minute you decide to actually do it, the universe won't turn its back on you and be like, haha, just kidding, right? Like, if, if the universe is summoning this desire within you, like, it's because you're the person with the passion, with the skill set, with the resolve to bring it to life. And the universe is going to support you as you continue to move forward. And so many people think they're like, I'm not worthy of my goals. Why, why do I keep having this goal? Why do I keep wanting to start a business? Why do I keep wanting to get into amazing shape? I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. And the universe will support you as you move forward. Right. But you got to keep your mind right. Because the you second you start to say it's not happening for me, lack, it's not happening for me, inadequacy, you are so damn powerful that yes, if that's the story you're telling, you will be right. But if you're telling yourself the story of it's happening for me, the right pieces and the right people in the right places are happening. Maybe I can see them, maybe I can't, but this is great. I'm happy to be here. I'm awesome. I'm so grateful that this vision is, is, is orchestrating itself on my behalf. Wow, this is real, really neat. That's what's going to happen. Take that to the, take that to the bank to the bank. Another thing I'll just add on to that is, is when you start the process and you do start the business or you open up this charity, it's not to say that you're going to walk into it and it's just going to flow amazingly well and it's just going to be the most perfect situation. Like there will be 
feedback that you need to learn from. There's going yes. to be instances that, that pop up. And this is where, like Julian said, you need to have your mind right. Because it's not that the universe or God or whatever is telling you not to do the thing. It's just that as humans, we are not going to be positive and in, enhanced and, and all of these things that the law of attraction allows us to create all the time. So you have to check back in with what did I start this for? Why am I doing it in the first place? Who am I trying to impact? So on and so forth and come back to that and continue to have your mind right. Because as the hiccups come, they're going to get smaller and smaller and smaller because you're going to have more and more evidence of you moving towards the thing that you started towards in the first place. Just don't assume that as you open yourself up to it, it's going to be this magical moment. And it might be a magical moment, and I hope that for you. But if you do have some setbacks, if you have things that kind of pop up and scare you, it's going back to that mindset stuff. It's going back to the emotional state. It's going back to the beliefs. Like, why do you think this happened? Why do you think this manifested? What is this here for? Because I promise you, it's not there to punish you. It's not there to give send you, you home. some reason. It's not there to send you home, yeah. Right. It's not sending you off into the distance and saying, never do this again. It's just offering something to you that you need to kind of unpack and then get back to the mindset work and come back to it full force. Because no matter what, as we've talked about here with the law of attraction stuff, you, you just don't know what you don't know yet. All yeah. you know is that what's in front of you is the most important thing. And that, well, actually, that's the second most important thing. The most yeah. important thing is what's at the end? What yeah. is the end game on this? What do you want to feel? What do you want to create? What do you want And you to get to pick that. A lot of people, like, you're the selector. Like, don't hold back. Like, right. what do you want? Like, don't play small. What do you want? Correct. Yeah. Make it big. Make it bold. Make it what you want it to be. Make it nasty. <laughs> make it nasty. <laughs> but yeah, 100%. And, and one of the things... Uh, and I, I got to change the room I'm in, so we'll keep, we'll keep this going. But um, one of the things, because when it comes to the law of attraction, when it comes to explaining the unseeable, metaphors and analogies are always the best. And so just like, like I said, just like the waiter who's always listening, right? Like who's always going to bring you the dish you desire. Um, think about it this way. Once you set your desire, right? The how is going to happen, how the how is going to happen. It's not up to you. Right. So think about it this way. If you went and saw this really crazy movie where at the end, the hero won, it all worked out, but the plot thickened and there was ups and downs and it looked, it looked grim at one point, right? But the hero won, everybody, it was just, everybody got down. It was so much fun. There's a ticker take parade and they all got Lamborghinis. <laughs> if you went back a day later with your friend and you were watching the movie and you know how it ended, would you get as negatively worked up when the plot thickened, would you freak out and be like, Oh my God, it's, it's, it's all over knowing how it ended. No, you'd, you'd enjoy the ride a lot more. You'd be like, Ooh, this is interesting. Let's see how it plays out. I know how it's going to end. The law of attraction is the same. You are so powerful that when you craft that vision in your head, you've created the ending. It is on its way to you with absolute certainty. The how is when the plot thickens, right? But if you've already seen the end, what do you have to worry about when someone says no? Right? Like right. if you already know how it ends, are you going to be like, well, movie's over. Turn it off. Yeah. Going back to reruns, going back to reruns, going back to reruns. No, you'd be like, I already know how it ends. This is just part of the plot thickening. I'm not going anywhere. Right. When you can maintain that certainty and that attitude, it works out pretty beautifully. True. And just to ride this metaphor a little bit further, the reason that movies are crafted in the way that they are, the whole <laughs> hero's journey. Yeah is because that's what we want to create within our own lives. And that's what most people do create. You have yeah. setbacks, you have things that are uh, trials and tribulations and so on, but eventually you get to the place that you want to be. Yeah. The equivalent of you not believing in the law of attraction and really dismissing it and moving away from it is like you being at the movies and halfway through those trials and tribulations, you just dip, you run. You're, You're like, like this, no, dumb. This, this movie is dumb. Yeah, And then everybody else that stayed until the end, they got to see the fantastic finish. They trusted that it was going to go to a place that was positive. They trusted that it was going to go, you know, end up in a place that was uplifting. Your situation, your goal, your pathway to it is the same. You running away from it when you have a setback, when you have someone tell you no, when you have you know, the, the money decrease in your bank account for a hot second, that's the equivalent of you walking away in the middle of a movie that ends up being amazing. So don't do yourself to that disservice. Don't 
dip on your own goals, your own dreams, because they're there for you. And Julian kind of mentioned this, uh, you know, it's not going to be whispered in your ear and put in your lap if it's not something that is for you and specific to your adventure in this life. So if you're dismissing it and thinking like, oh, this isn't my thing, yeah, then it's, it's, it's a shame, frankly, because yeah. you're not going to bring something to life that could be beautiful should you have the faith, the courage, the trust to see it through because you can have the same epic movie ending, not to say that it's going to end your life, yeah. but you can have that same moment Yeah. should you follow through and trust that the law of attraction is real and that if you were to continue step by step in those positive emotional states with the thoughts that are leading towards that and the beliefs that back that up, man. Yeah. Can be pretty sweet. So yeah. I encourage you to stay the whole movie for your stay, movie. Stay the whole movie. And if, if you look at the people we look up to, like the mega successful, you look at people like The Rock or Kevin Hart, or you, um, not that you should ever listen to another podcast for the rest of your life. This is all you're ever going to need. But How I Built This is a really cool podcast because it shows you that these people start with this vision in their head and their circumstances don't match, right? And the girl, like the, there's an episode that's pretty cool with the girls that start soul cycle which is uh it's on the east coast it's on the west coast i'm not sure if it hit the midwest yet but it's this uh it's a spin class but it, i mean it's cool and it's very empowering and so but like they have this vision because at the time they didn't like fitness fitness was very like punish your body you're bad and they're like hey i think fitness should be about like celebrating your body and pushing it and so they had this vision of starting this this spin studio that was based around empowerment not about guilt and their journey, there's so many ups, so many downs, but they, again, their end destination never changed and the plot thickened and they got turned down and there were no's, but like now they're living the mega happy ending because law of attraction worked and they refused to let their circumstances dictate their internal state. So they owned their reactions and their emotions. Um, and now they're killing it. Right. And if you, all the episodes on that are all the same thing from a bird's eye view. It's I had this vision. I started, things went wrong, I pivoted, I ended up in a place that I never even imagined I could be in, and it happened in, in such a fortuitous, synchronous way mm -hmm. that I didn't even see coming, right? And like I said, you don't have to listen to it. We're the best podcast. Like, we got your grounds covered. Best one. We're handsome. You can't see us, but we are just so handsome. Like, you don't need to go anywhere else. The so, the just, just phenomenal. So, um, that's what I'll say. So, you want to start wrapping this sucker up? Yeah, I think we've, we've, we've so here's the thing. this for a little while. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a lot here. And if you go to our show notes, we're going to have a downloadable checklist of how to master the law of attraction for you because to try to backtrack everything we covered, me and Nick got things to do. He's got to comb <laughs> his beautiful hair. He's got a child, a very cute child. I got coffee to drink. I don't know. But, but we're going to create a checklist. And in the show notes, there'll be a link there. Download it. And you'll have, I don't know, we haven't made it yet, but five to six easy steps of how to actually use this, of how to actually bring this stuff to life, your own epic ending. And because literally it, it just sounds like a really cool theory until you see it happen for you. And then you're a believer. And then you start to just shoot bigger and bigger and bigger and aim higher and aim higher and aim higher. So in the show notes, after you leave us a review, and, and subscribe, subscribe mm -hmm. download share this on social media and share this. You email your uncle Ben and you say, Ben, you need to hear these guys. You go up to Steve at work and you say, Steve, you're a real nasally breather, but just listen to this, share it on your social media. Just gosh, from the rooftops guys. Um, and, uh, but yeah, then download the checklist, go through the steps, use it and let us know what you think about it. Follow yes. me at Julian underscore fearless life. Where can they follow you, Nick? They can follow me on the Instagrams uh, at Nick underscore moving past mediocre. Also Facebook for both of us. You can just look up our names and find us. But before we sign off here, I want to just highlight that, that Julian literally just modeled this idea that we've been talking about and tiptoeing around for this entire episode within the idea that the how is not your job. Because 
what he just produced to you and, and, and promoted for us was this checklist. And I promise you when it does come to pass, this checklist will be a powerful thing that you guys can engage with because we're going to make sure that between our two minds of, of uh, you know, the, the people that we work with, everything that we've been through, everything that we can bring to the table, heart and soul and mind, this thing is going to be powerful. But we haven't created it yet. We don't know the how. We don't know what it looks like, but we know. That it's going to be sweet. We are going to give you something that is so, so valuable. We put that, he put that thing at the end. He found the end game. We want to give them something from this episode that's going to be valuable. We literally don't know how it's going to come to pass. Well, we by the time you hear this, details. it will be downloadable in the show notes. But by the time you hear this, it's done and it's in the show notes. But as we're speaking right now, we don't have it. We just know that we wanted to create it. We know that the next step is to have a conversation about what that looks like. The next step is to engage with the positive thought, the belief that it's useful, the emotional state of we're going to be impacting people through this. That's our next step. And everything in between there, whether it be producing something that looks nice or how many pieces of the checklist it's going to be, all of that is, is not our job right now. Our job was to pick the end game. He just did. Our next step is to find a way to create this checklist for you, and it will be powerful. And I know it's all past tense at this point because it's done by the time you listen to it. But that was the law of attraction in a nutshell. Pick the end game. Know what the next step is. Everything else will get figured out as long as you stay with a positive mind, a positive thought, a positive belief that you are moving towards what you want. Yeah, it's going to be powerful. We already have established that. That's not in question. Now it's just our duty to fully engage with the steps that present themselves. And we're good. And you're going to download it. You're going to be like, wow. Very I'm nice. going to create a fake account and leave them more five-star reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Always advisable. Always advisable. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as we wrap up this, this uh, episode of Law of Attraction for Normal People, considering the fact that you are probably a normal person. and if you I'm have, a normal person. If you have any beef with the Law of Attraction, hopefully that has been minimized by us rattling on for a little bit and giving you some insight as to one, why it's real, two, why you should be using it to your advantage instead of just letting it run default into, you know, whatever you maybe not prefer in your life. And three, what was the third thing? I'm sure there was a third thing, Julian. Do you want to offer a third thing? Uh, it is, I would just say, again, start, uh, this, if this doesn't give you incentive to start living with more awareness, nothing will because, mm. Remember, your thoughts are creative and your thoughts are powerful. So start to monitor some of the chatter, especially some of the negative chatter. And yeah, monitor it, challenge it. Um, and remember, it is a passing thought that you do not have to let turn into an emotional state. You just be like, ooh, I just had a thought of unworthiness. That was silly. That was weird. What's for lunch? Like you don't have to take your thoughts as seriously as they want to be taken. So yes, monitor your thoughts as well. Start to own that stuff. Um, and other than that, thank you for listening. I had a blast. I enjoyed this one on the new school of success. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like share, subscribe, leave a review. You guys are the vehicle in which we, we get to impact more and more people. So if this is something that resonated with you again, just tell your friends about it. Your uncle, Steve, your uncle, Ben, whoever we have mentioned tangibly within this episode, make sure that they understand what, uh, what's at stake here. And, uh, yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye.